0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect podcast show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Wednesday, July 23rd, 2014, and you guys are listening to episode 169. Like I said before, I'm putting these out on Wednesdays, so that's going to be, you know, come hell or high water, that is is what I'm going to be trying to do constantly because I know uh, with my traveling and stuff, it was up in the air. And um, I want you guys to know when you could hear it. And uh, I want you guys to know when you could listen to your favorite show. Okay, like regular. All right. You know what I mean? Shows, great shows didn't fuck it. The Sopranos wasn't on Maybe Sunday. Breaking Bad wasn't on Maybe This Day or That Day. No, you want to listen to your favorite show when you can. So I know it's not a TV show, it's a podcast, but I want you guys to have it when you have to have it. Okay, so um, again. Unless uh, something really, unless something's out of my control, this will be the new day uh, on Wednesday. So I got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Got a lot of good unacceptables. Uh, there's definitely some stuff that I think uh, I think you guys will be into this week. I first want to thank everybody um, for coming out to such a successful weekend over at um, Laugh Boston down in. Um, uh, Boston on the Waterfront at the Westin Hotel. I can't, I really uh, can't thank you guys enough for coming out. The All-In Tour, myself, Joe Bartnick, uh, Jason Lawhead. We had such a great time. The The, the club was amazing. The crowds were amazing. And uh, most importantly... Um, We found out that uh, the numbers we did there as far as the amount of people that went were some of the best the club has had um, in a while which means you guys really uh, came out and we could feel the, the fan presence not just people going to a comedy show or people that were staying in the hotel um so many people who came up to our merchandise table when we were selling um the poster and stuff and Joe was selling his CD were just talking about how they um again just so many uh, TVE listeners and and also listeners of Joe and Jay's podcast so can't thank you guys enough um what an amazing venue the hotel was great this how this is how great the hotel was the hotel was so great that when you know we would be down in the showroom Or um, in the green room, I should say, right behind the stage there. Before we go on stage, I was like, man, we got to get a cigar for tonight. Because you guys know me. I love the cigars. I want to get a cigar. Um, And I'm like, shit, where could I go? What time? So I asked somebody in the hotel. I was like, yeah, is there a place I can buy cigars? They sold cigars in the fucking hotel lobby. I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to do anything. And decent ones. There was only a selection of like four good ones. But you know what? Those four good ones were good. So every time I could get one, and they had uh, a uh, or they have a Fuentes there. They they had a uh, they had a punch there. They had um, Macanudo there. They had some decent ones. So it was great, and I could do it in the lobby of my hotel, like right on the way, right by the elevators. It was ridiculous. So I did have a couple. Uh, to say the least, I had a couple of cigars, but I'm calming down with them now, okay? And I'm not just saying that because my wife may hear this. I really am calming down because I was getting getting a little crazy. And I didn't know this. Don't know if you guys know this, but um, did you know that nicotine and tobacco is bad for your back? I didn't know that. I have a herniated disc that I've been dealing with that I really didn't need surgery on yet. Knock on wood. But... Um, when I was talking to my doctor about my back situation, the doctor was saying to me, do you have, um, do you smoke? And I said, um, no. And this was at the time I didn't smoke anything. I mean, I haven't smoked cigarettes in over a decade. But I, um, or no, I shouldn't say that. I, I haven't smoked cigarettes in about seven years. But I, you know, didn't smoke cigars at the time. And the doctor said, yeah, it, make, it weakens the back. I didn't know that. Nicotine and tobacco is not good for your spine. I didn't know that. So, that's how bad smoking and tobacco is. That, like, it fucks up your spine. Like, it's bad for that, which is crazy. So, I'm going to try to calm down with the smokes a little bit. But, um, so Boston was great. And then we did, Sunday night, we did Foxwoods at, um, in, um, Connecticut, the casino. And, uh... You know, I'm not going to lie, I didn't have as much fun at Foxwoods because, as you know, I had a great time, I stayed on stage, I did a lot longer than I was supposed to do, and I, I enjoyed the people that were there into it, but just, you know, just a bunch of cunts to the right of the stage that were talking through Jason and then Joe, and, you know, one older cunt was sitting there with her phone on and her stupid face was lit up blue, and it really just annoyed me. Um... You know unfortunately, I had to ma- i had to you know destroy two women that were next to the stage and they had to get up and leave after like six minutes into my set because they were talking like they were at a fucking diner. I swear to God, I'm not even kidding these two were so oblivious. They were sitting down in front of the stage at a table for two and they were literally, like right when I came out, like during the whole show, they were literally talking with each other as if they were in a loud diner drinking coffee. It was the most ridiculous thing. So I even addressed it to the crowd and stopped talking and just stared at them and they still were talking and, and they didn't know. So just me and the crowd were watching these two morons. Um, and then, you know, I had to say some things to them and I had to you know, go at them, and then I did an impression of them. I think I called them 10-year-olds, and I shit on them, and then they, they ended up leaving, and the crowd loved it. And, uh, and I had a great time, so I do want to thank everybody who came to Foxwoods that was there and into it, and I know that there were some fans there and stuff. I really enjoyed you guys, and I enjoyed the people that came out to a show. But, you know, when you just have, like, you know, drunk women sitting to the right, and unfortunately the way this business works, I'm not going at women, but the way that this business works is it's just it's drunk women who are a problem. You know, it's very rare you get into it back and forth with a guy. It really is. It may be a couple of quick words or something like that. But for the most part, it's just drunk, out of control, opinionated cunts. That's really what it is. And it's the only word to use for him. It really is. It's the only other, you know, bitch doesn't do it enough, sir. Doesn't do it enough justice, you know, because there's nothing more rude than think about this is anything more rude than when a performer and I heard Bartnick address it. And um I looked over and when he addressed oh look at this woman on the phone. And when I when I work with a lot of guys, they'll fucking call people out on their phones and stuff and but I just it's like when a performer comes out and you're in the audience of a show and somebody's giving you their talent and their art form and everything like that and you're looking at your phone, you're a cunt. You really are, you and you shouldn't be there you just, you shouldn't, and, and, you know, and it was like one of this, like, you could, I could tell by just the way she left the room that she was one of this, one of these feminist trying to be strong cunts, and she probably just goes home and cries single that no man wants to fuck her, you know, because she needs to look in the mirror and realize she's going about it all wrong, fuck them, and fuck anybody who was at any show talking, so, but other than that, Foxwoods was great, you know, and and I'm not even trying to be funny. It was, there was a, I mean, I'm, I'm literally talking about just a little malignancy, a little couple of cancer cells that needed to be cut out on the right side, but for the rest of the body, everything was fine. So, um, but we all really, really, uh, were really impressed with the amount of people that came out and the numbers and we know the venues were too. So again, thank you. Um, oh, speaking of cigars, like I was before, I just want to say that, um, Somebody mentioned to me, somebody took a picture um, of the uh, Oliva uh, Siri V. And I did not try the Siri V, but I did try Olivas. And Olivas are some of my favorite. Um, so I think I'm saying uh, O-L-I-V-A. Yeah, and it's it's a great smoke. So check those out for the people that, you know, wanted to know. And, and keep sending me some. Somebody also sent me the Rocky Patel. And somebody said that they were, um, you know, that they smoke some of the stuff that I recommend. So I appreciate it and and keep sending it. So, you know, it's a nice back and forth. You smoke one that I say, I smoke one that you say, and uh, we're never smoking some shitty sticks. Nothing's worse than when there's no place to go and then you're like, hey, listen, is there a cigar place around here? And then you go... And they're like, oh, yeah, that place has them, and, like, it's a convenience store. And you get all psyched, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to get a good, good cigar at this convenience store. And then they got, like, Philly Blunt Dutch Masters and all that, like, flavored, wrapped-up shit. So, you know, uh, that's the worst. Okay, now, what else did I want to talk about? I got a lot of Unacceptables. These are going to be good, too. Because uh, a lot of friend-themed... Unacceptables, and the unacceptable that I have is so fucking unacceptable that it's outrageous. So we'll do that in a second. Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about this. Is this is something that we were joking about? I want to. I wanted to talk about this on the show too. Um, Women who come up to comedians after a show, sometimes it's like, you know, so over the top and ridiculous and sometimes it's just silly and stupid and sometimes they want to play games now for me being married like I said you got to be a real fucking you know especially my act the way I talk about my children and my wife and my life you know I mean some women don't care they'll come on strong and they'll say stuff but dude there was a couple of women this weekend you know that was just so over the fucking top like into comedians and like into anybody that would give any attention. It was just so ridiculous. And I was just thinking, and I was like, Oh my God, man, like my daughter could never like my daughter, like somebody needs to earn my daughter's respect and trust and all that. And then you see some of these women and it was like, Oh my God. Like some are so cool and just like, Oh, I appreciate the show. And like they come and say nice stuff and, and they're either single or they're not, but they're just the same down to earth cool. And you know, and that's fine. But like some of these chicks that like really want to get with you, it's like, Oh my God. They're like rescue dogs. You know, like when you go into a rescue shelter and they they're just, the one that just runs up and is fucking like, they know, they know that like, they got to get something or like shit's running out. I mean there were a couple of rescue dogs just like saying stuff and just I was like, "Oh my god. I mean, can you can you fucking give some more value to your vagina? Like can you can you just put the can you fucking protect your vagina a little better than that? Oh my god, some of these women. It's just like how fucking easy and obvious do you want to make it A and B? How is somebody respecting that? oh, my God, it felt Almost, you almost feel bad, you're almost like, ah, man, like, you know, like, the way you feel, you go into a rescue shelter, you're like, should I take all of them, but, you know, and, and, and the nice thing with me is I can just watch and observe, because I don't do shit, because I'm married, and I'm not, I don't cheat on my wife, I don't, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not, I respect my wife too much, I'm married, you know, I said vows, I have a family, and I would never, ever jeopardize my, my, my life or my family which ultimately is my, my life, I would never jeopardize what I have, you know, for some, you know, silly little fucking, you know, fucking comedy groupie. <laughs> like I would, I just wouldn't do that. But just when you listen to some of their pitches or what they're saying, it's just like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Like, where's your father? Like, where are your parents? Like, get them on the phone, like get your shit together. Like go home for a weekend and try to find yourself again. What are you doing? Go pack a fucking book bag and get the fuck home. It's just like, it's crazy, it's crazy. Dude, there was one chick there that it was, it was so ridiculous that I, I, I was just like. How funny would that be if you were talking to a chick and you realized that she was so fucking like damaged and insecure or whatever that you were just like, "Listen man, I've been thinking and she was like, uh huh what? And you're like, no, seriously, I've been looking at you, I've been talking to you and i I really you know i I think um I think uh, I, there's something I really need to tell you and she'd be like, go ahead, what be like look, you really need therapy, like you need like something's wrong with you and you need to really fix this she would just, she, she would just be so fucking like, what?" Oh, that would be great, though. Uh, But, yeah, just really kind of, it's a turnoff. It's a turnoff if you're single. If if you're a single dude, and I know a lot of guys out there would agree with this. If you're a single dude, and, like, you see a chick, and she's, like, pretty, or there's some interest, or there's some physical kind of chemistry going on, or whatever, and you go up to her, and she just gives you the fucking, like, just gives you an open layup, like just fucking, you know what I mean, just totally, just like the defense collapses, and she just gives you an open layup, you're kind of going to be like, ah man, this is, I mean unless that's what you're like, if that's what your only intention is, then that's one thing, then I guess it would be great, but come on. You know a chick is in bad shape, when you see her, and the first thing you think is like, I I gotta talk to my daughter when she's of age. You know, I gotta I can't let this shit happen. Um but uh yeah, so you know, gotta keep your fucking But I, I think that I think most people and I think that these are just a few, but lately it's been at the shows. I don't know. Maybe we're just all getting that funny. <laughs> uh all right, guys. What else is going on in the Oh my god, by the way, man, my heart goes out to these people who are on that airplane and their families. Holy shit. I mean, I'm not really, you know me, I don't talk about like crazy news and world stuff here on TVE, it's not really, I mean, occasionally some stuff, we talked about, you know, the uh, Malaysia Airlines flight that just disappeared that they still haven't found to this point, which is unbelievably absurd and incredible, which tells me that it probably did land somewhere, I, I think that that plane is somewhere, I really think, I think that that plane is somewhere, there's something, something's up with that, I don't, I don't know, I mean, until listen, until they find a the plane, I, I can't say that it, I can't say that it crashed. They didn't find a book bag, a fucking light, a fucking piece of metal, nothing. They didn't find, and the thing was flying for seven something hours, and nobody knew where it was going. So whatever, that's a whole other story. We could debate that, whatever. Um, but now, this other thing that I have to talk about malaysia airline again oh my god what's the stock at there i mean holy shit 298 people shot out of the sky they're proving that it's proved that russia did it that's what they're saying that russia did it shooting commercial airlines out of the fucking sky now things are getting bad i think a couple of ukraine jets got shot out of the sky today man it's it's getting I mean, I don't know what the U.S. is going to do and if the U.S. is going to get involved or whatever or exactly what, what's going to happen, but it's getting kind of weird when every time you turn on the news or you go online and you just see some missile being shot, some plane going down. It's bad over there. And it's ne- here's the thing. It's never going to fucking end. It's never going to end. If it's there, if it's not there, and then what's going on in Israel, well, the Israel thing's never going to end. I mean, the Russian-Ukraine thing eventually, but like Israel and, and Palestine, you look over there and it's like, you see five-year-olds all bloodied up and missiles and parents and family members running out, screaming, crying, and like, there's just bombs. It's like, like, fucking leave. I don't understand. Just, just be like, you know what, man? Like, I understand the holy land and all that, but like, it, it, it's not that holy right now. And if it is, it's, it's fucked up. Like, I'd rather be safe and not holy, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, go to fuck, I'm gonna go to the Bahamas and stop this shit. Like, I'm you know, I'm like, how come nobody has anybody done that? Like if I lived in Israel, I would just talk to the fan, be like, listen, man, things aren't working out over here. Why don't we um you know, why don't we save up some money and let's can we go to the beach for a fucking few years? Like, can we just get away from this? It's just that stupid fucking like brainwashed, like you gotta stay shit. crazy, man. Get out, leave leave, you're fucking, you're, stop Stop watching your loved ones get blown up and fucking shot in something that's never going to be resolved, or hasn't been resolved for how many fucking hundred years, get the fuck out, you know, go to a Laker game, Get come to the U.S., fucking see some shit, anything is better than that, I mean, you could come to the worst part of the U.S., you could come to the worst part of the United States of America, And anything is going to be better than fucking missiles blowing up near your fucking house and people that you love being bloodied up and fucking killed by bombs and shit. Leave. I mean, you could go to the shittiest part of Jersey. It smells like shit and chemicals. And it would be like a fucking, it would be like being in Malibu. It would be like, it would be like being in a vacation resort to these people. Get the fuck out of there, man. Your children's lives are in danger. Your loved one's lives are in danger. I never understood, I don't want to get religious, I don't want to get fucking political, I really don't, it's not what I would do on the show, but I just never understood how people can just, just look at it like, I don't know, just like, a like absolutely 100% know a God that they've never seen once, and is willing to, to for religious beliefs or whatever, stick around a fucking war zone. It's like leave and then pray to your God and be like, look, God, I mean, I don't want to do their prayers for them, but like leave and just be like, look, I don't, I don't, um, I don't mean to disrespect you, but like, I couldn't stay there because I got kids. Like they'd never been swimming. Like they heard about Disney world. Like we needed to do that. Forgive me for I will be in the Bahamas. The next. Like fucking just say that and just fucking be with, be happy with that you know, get your kids some candy and shit, get them out of the bombs, you fucking only live once in this crazy fucking world, enjoy it, and then your afterlife, you know, whatever your spiritual beliefs is, you know, just explain it, I don't know, I just, I just, I, I, it really, and it does happen more when you become a parent, it definitely does, You know, um, I remember seeing Chris Rock crying one time when uh, he went down to help the victims of Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans. And, um, you know, he was crying down there because he was saying that the kids had so much hope and it reminded him of his daughter. And the reason why he was crying is because he has a daughter and he feels that. And I guess... Everybody can feel an emotion of young children being hurt. But when you have little ones of your own and you kind of see that, it hits home. So I'm just turning on the news and I'm turning on the computer. You know, I'm putting on, the uh, you know, the laptop and I'm looking at stuff and I'm reading all these horrible, horrific stories. And um, I'm just looking at it like, just go to somewhere that's, f- that, that you know, just save enough money for a little while to just get out of there and at least see what happens. These people don't leave. I mean, I'm not saying all of them can. So I don't want to be disrespectful to people that want to leave and they don't have the money. But don't don't think. There are people there that are staying there. Get out. That's all I'm saying. So anyway, I I don't want the show to go in that heavy direction. So now I will turn it right around and we will go to the unacceptables for the week. I'm deciding right now on the fly if I should do mine or if I should do the fans first. Um, I'll do the fans first. How about that? I'll do the fans first. Uh, okay, so we got... Um, I'm doing more than three this time. I'm doing a few more because a lot of people, you know, took some time to write me some stuff. And uh, again, I never want to be disrespectful. If you guys write me and uh, I don't get to you, it's not because I didn't like it or because it was... It's it just, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out for the show. But... Let me um, read a couple of these here, and uh, here we go, so I got a couple on Facebook, I got some on Twitter, and then I'll read mine, and we will go from there. Okay, so the first one is on Facebook, and it is from Patrick Tremblay, I believe I'm saying it right, Pat, if I'm not, I'm sorry, Tremblay, I'll say Tremblay, Patrick Tremblay, right. I hope I'm not fucking it up, anyway... Here we go. This is from Patrick. Hey, Paul, you want to hear some unacceptable shit? Long story short, my brother coached Pee Wee flag football for the past two years. Gets the job non-pay, uh, yeah, non-paying volunteer. Um, being the third, fourth grade uh, tackle Pee Wee football okay, coach, I guess. He developed a simple playbook to teach these kids the basics and make it fun. Okay. He is told three months before the season is to start, he needs to teach the kids the high school system and that these third and fourth graders need to learn a spread offense run out of the shotgun. <laughs> first, in parentheses, he put first year tackle football. Okay. Oh I love I love that that's when I started to really like this one when I started reading that these fucking nut jobs wanted these third graders to run a spread fucking spread offense out of the shotgun fucking hilarious, so he raises his concerns about the shotgun and young kids he's told to do it or else long story short, three weeks before the season is to start, and that they fire him for not caving to the to running a shotgun exclusive spread. <laughs> Jesus. Parents are upset because they know what kind of coach he's been to these kids. So let me So we show up to the board meeting to get answers of why. I was then yelled at by a 50-year-old man who was the chairman of the board for asking how to vote the board out. Nice since they don't have kids in, uh, kids in mind, but only their egos. So uh, So here we go. So then this is what it said. I'm sorry, I'm trying to I got all these fucking things up on the screen here. So uh, I he, oh he said, so he's got the audio of it. is funny. He said he's got the audio of it, and he'll send me the audio and the email and stuff. This guy running the show, yelling at me, about how hard his life is and trying to give up his spot on uh, on the board of directors for this Pee program. The audio is priceless. Okay, so unacceptable. Getting yelled at by a fifty year old when you're thirty five. Patrick, I totally agree, and it is ego. And I've recently heard of another school district doing something like this when. Uh, I you know I, I recently heard of another school district doing something like this with like just not giving the proper money for kids that need programs and and the younger kids and stuff like that because it's all just for whatever whatever financial whatever they need to put the finances to for their status and their gain which looks good for them, which looks good for them and not the kids. And unfortunately that's how it is. But the fact that a young kid a third grade First of all when I was in 3rd grade Okay, I fucking was you know not thinking about a, a spread offense in the shotgun i mean it's a little fucking ridiculous i think your brother was 100% right let's just teach the kid the fundamentals make it fun and let them liking football first and then as they evolve with the with the game and they'll they'll probably go home and watch football more and i mean this is their first year so they'll get the feel of it and then they could start learning what a shotgun is and all that when i started i was in 5th grade and, uh, it was, um, you know, it was, uh, the, uh, actually they called it the Harrison, it was Harrison, Harrison, uh, district. And it was, yeah, it was like their version of like Pee Wee or whatever you want to call it. And it was like, yeah, it was like I formation. It was quarterback, fullback, tailback a couple of receivers, tight ends in the line, and you just learned how to play stuff like that. And, you you know, you'd throw some passes or you'd run the ball and you just kind of got the feel for it. And then 6th grade and 7th grade a little more. So, yes, it's completely unacceptable. And the fact that you guys were like, well, listen, if you guys – and by the way, good for you guys, man. Kudos to you guys for going to the board of directors and going, listen, what, what, who do we vote to get you out? That's fucking awesome. Who do we vote to get you out because you guys don't give a shit. And then some 50-year-old guy is yelling at you because he says it's hard to keep his spot and how hard his life is. Fuck, you'll fuck yourself, you piece of shit. Oh, uh, Lawhead would go nuts. Lawhead, because we were, like when Lawhead hears shit, like, he goes, oh, you piece of shit, that fucking piece of shit, like we did on the last podcast. That really is Lawhead. But that makes me feel like this, man. That guy is a piece of shit. And um, you know what? Your brother's better off not dealing with people like that. Because if you're going to be in a system where egos are so nuts that they want third graders playing a spread off, and only that, like like learning the high school. how is, First of all, th- this is the other thing that I don't understand about that, which is completely unacceptable. How do you want a third or fourth grader to process a high school, a high school playbook? But they're they're fucking kids. Like they're they're like I mean, third grade is like basic math. Well, nowadays, who knows? Nowadays, they're probably teaching these kids to build rockets. But you know, third grade is like not much. It's it's recess and it's learning some things, and you know, you read a chapter here in a book, and you kind of start to learn what that shit is. You're gonna read now. These kids gotta have a, a high school playbook, which I'm sure has evolved from you know, years ago, so, yeah, it's completely unacceptable, and, uh, the fact that the guy yelled at you is ridiculous, the whole thing is unacceptable, and I, I hope it works out for your brother somewhere else, but fuck him, he doesn't need to be with those nut jobs, so thank you, Patrick, that is a, uh, definite unacceptable, okay, uh, next unacceptable we have here is from, um, Al Dude. I hope I'm saying that right, D-O-D-A, so I'm gonna say Al Duday um, here we go, unacceptable, my drug test, I went for a, uh, uralysis for a new job that I have started, I went to the place that the company used, and the woman that administrated the test was on the phone, oh, that's already gonna get me nuts, she was on the phone while she was taking my information, including my social security number, wow, that's unacceptable, I thought when the part of the drug test, uh, I thought, When the part of the drug test where she walked me into the bathroom or walked me to the bathroom, you wish she walked you into the bathroom, she walked me to the bathroom, she would surely uh, end the phone call. Nope. She handed me the specimen cup with one hand while she had her cell phone in the other. Holy shit. Are people serious? Oh my God. It's just ridiculous upon finishing in the bathroom and hanging uh, i'm sorry yeah and handing the specimen back to her she was still on the call it wasn't until shortly before i left that she had enough common courtesy to get off the phone this is unacceptable i know you were probably de- dealing with people's piss all day that's funny but at least have the common courtesy to own it Hold on, this thing's being slow. To own it and do your job in a professional manner, Al, you are a hundred percent right. This is a hundred percent unacceptable and an example of what needs to be stopped. And how these fucking people are just ridiculous. It's just so fucking ridiculous that for ten seconds, and this goes back to the two bitches that were a comic, a, a comics at Foxwoods, who were sitting down in the front row. This is the same type of person. This is the same exact type of person. They're in the front row of a comedy show with over 100 people sitting there in his club waiting to see comedians come out and perform. 100 plus whatever it is. And, you know, it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like you're going into a place, into a bath. First of all, it's a whole vulnerable thing for you. They hand you a cup that you got to piss into and you got to give it back to this chick. I mean, I've never even, I mean, that nurse should be fired. That's ridiculous. Whoever the fuck that was should be fired. You know, I mean, I could understand if like she had to, it's like, and she should have been like, excuse me, you know what? This is my sister. I'm going through something right now. You know, I, you just, you know what, if you don't mind, I'm going to have to just talk to her while we do this. Then you're like, oh, this chick is down to earth. She's cool. She gets it. But like some chick making, pl- you know, f- plans to go to fucking Six Flags with some dumb bitch friend of hers and she's on the phone and the whole time. It's just so ridiculous. Unacceptable. Uh, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the um, submission, Al. It's a great one. And uh, yeah, I mean, that, that, that might be something that I would do is say something like that might be something I literally didn't tell you guys what I was thinking and I was just thinking and then I said that might be something I would do no I was just thinking that would be like something I would do was just say something like I would be like look man like are you guys kidding me like I'd even call I I think I told you I told you the guys the story where I had my son in a pizzeria and they were so ridiculous and then I tried getting in touch for three months and I finally got the person I need to talk to and I went in there That's how much, that's how fucking psycho I am about this shit, about people doing the wrong thing and treating you like that, you know? Um something recently came up in uh, in the comedy world in my business where I was dealing with something with agents and stuff and like I just got to the point where it wasn't a matter of like the gig that we were talking about doing it wasn't a matter of like actually doing the gig it was a matter of whose decision it was to do the gig and I felt like it was mine as the ultimate performer and it's like I I just get nuts when anybody tries to to do, when anybody just does shit like that it's just really disrespectful because Those are the same fucking people that will call you up and go, well, come on, yeah, you really got to come and get this appointment. We want the appointment. You know, they're getting paid for you pissing in a cup. That company's getting money. Every time somebody pisses in a cup, that place is getting money. Every time those people make an appointment and they get a new client to come in there or whatever, they're making money, okay? So they'll call and they'll be all nice to you. And then when you fucking get there, it's, 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 ah, he's here now. Fuck that. Unacceptable. Oh, you guys are getting me fired up with these. What have I, cre- what have I created here? What have I done? Um, okay, this next one is on Twitter. The next three are on Twitter. Here we go. Um, some are just funny. Some are... Okay, here we go. Kevin Schull. I think Kevin's been on the show before with some unacceptables. Kevin underscore Schull, S-H-U-L-L, says breastfeeding older kids that ask for it. Um I, I got to kind of agree, like, I don't know, I don't want to say unacceptable if it's like a condition that the kids got, or like if the kids' mother's milk is the only, th- I, I don't, you know, like, medic, like, I don't know, like, medically how that works. However, um, I actually favorited this tweet, and then a woman came in and was going back and forth with uh, me, and I think uh, the person, who got Kevin, who submitted this, And just saying, well, no, it could be up to seven years old if that's what they need. Let me tell you something. If a seven-year-old kid just goes up to his mom and starts sucking on her tit in the fucking day, like, that's, I got a problem with that. You know what I mean? You can have some fucking teenager sucking on your tit. It's like, go go somewhere else. I don't want to see that. I really don't want to see that. My son just turned five not long ago. And he's a boy. He's a big boy you know what I mean, he plays t-ball, he goes to camp, he does shit, like I don't want, like if my wife was like, I gotta breastfeed him, I'd be like, yeah, all right, that's fine, but the kids th- fucking just don't, like, put it in a bottle or something, like, wh- what's going on here, I agree, kid just walking up, tapping his mom on the shoulder, mom, uh, yeah, can I, uh, I need, I'm hungry, feel like, like that's crazy to me, so I, I think it's, I think it's unacceptable, I do, I think it's a little weird, I mean, I, I don't know, if yeah. again, unacceptable is not fair if like I don't, I'm missing something here, but a little weird, it is, it is a little weird, you know, so that's what I'm, that's what I'll say, you know, about that, I'm not trying to be, you know, I know some women here probably breastfed late and are upset, I'm not saying that, but come on, seven years old, five years old, I mean, when does it stop, my, my daughter is a little, my daughter's a couple of months past two years old and she's at the point now where I would be like that would be slightly like you know she'd have like a couple months left before it got really fucking weird I think and my daughter hasn't I mean my daughter breastfed for a couple months I mean I I don't know so that one here we go this one is uh this one is from maddie j the twitter feed is maddie j4193 at gmail that's a long twitter feed Okay, and he says, um, which is funny. He said, um, "Friend tells Spanish-speaking server, sorry, I only speak American." That's fucking awesome. That's hilarious. That some waiter is coming up, and all the waiter speaks is Spanish. You're like, yeah, sorry, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if that's unacceptable. Like, I guess it's unacceptable to the waiter. That's funny to me, though. Like, I just read that and laughed, and I was like, I just want to mention that one. Because I, I don't think, like, I don't think that it's that bad. But, like, I can see why you do, which is making me laugh. Um, so, I just, I, this, <laughs> uh you guys on Twitter are funny, man. Like, some dude, uh, some other dude, Matt, said he found a dead cockroach in his office. Must be animal day. That means he's listening that's uh if you're listening to the show you know what that means um but uh, i'll read a couple of other ones but i just wanted to find the name matt so i don't so i don't you know so you don't feel slighted and say well you didn't say my name he just said my twitter feed i'm gonna try to get you get your name here and uh let's see here where the fuck man yeah i got a lot this week too i did I got a lot this week from you guys, which is awesome, man. Keep them coming, and I'm going to try to read as many as I possibly can. Um, Is this it? No. A lot of mats on this fucking thing here. Let's see. Come on. the fuck? Here we go. Why do they call red... Uh, why do they call redheads gingers? I never, like... I mean... I guess... I oh, I guess the, I mean, I guess the, the color of it, but, like... It, I think it's more of a salmon. Look at me trying to fill time while I'm... I just read the word ginger and I'm talking. Where the fuck is this thing? I'm gonna find it. Now I gotta find it. Because now... I can't put this much work in and then not not find this thing, what the fuck, it's gotta be coming up, it'll be coming up in the next, but anyway, uh, while I search, I, I'll find this thing here, but yeah, no, but anyway, um, telling the waiter that, that speaks Spanish, I only speak American, and like, it sounded like to me like he didn't even try, was he, was he like disgusted, that's what I want to find out, like, fuck this, I'm not, I'm not fucking, I'm, you no, know, but the funny thing is what you were, they were in Spain, They were in Spain. Yeah, that's definitely kind of unacceptable. Like, you're in Spain, you're like, yeah, I'm not even going to play ball with this guy. (laughs) Um, I seriously can't find this. I cannot find this guy's tweet right now for this, and I feel bad. I've got to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to read some other ones and and then go back and find it. Um, because I don't want to leave this guy out. That would be the first time I didn't say that like the name that's on it, and I don't want that to happen. So, um, let's see here. Son of a bitch! Somebody had a funny one too. Somebody said. Um, somebody said. Oh, is that it? Nope. Oh, this is going to be victory for all of us when I find this fucking thing. Um, I got shit going off. All right. I'm going to start over here. We're going to do this, uh, this one, uh, somebody had one funny one here. Somebody said on Twitter, and I'm still looking, so don't worry, Matt. I'm definitely still looking to get, to get that. Um, the other one was, uh, oh, TJ Hernandez had one that he, this was kind of another, like there's, like I said, there's been funny ones in this at the gym guy gets on machine next to me. I tell him it's being used. He shrugs, his, he shrugs and starts his workout. I love, some people are just like, uh, you know what the, you know what I like about the unacceptables? The unacceptables show what really is out there. You know, it, it really does. It was, it was, it really just shows that like, p- there are people out there that really are narcissistic, don't give a fuck about you or what's going on. They're rude. Because at the end of the day, isn't every unacceptable pretty much for the most part come down to somebody being selfish or shitty? Like somebody on the phone where you're trying to give a you know, a piss specimen. You know, people just trying to... I mean, it's like the, the cockroach thing was even like almost like the selfish or like lazy. That's the thing. It's always a bad trait. It's always like lazy, selfish... Like yeah, just get some cockroaches. We'll tell these fifth, five-year-olds, five-year-olds that it's animal day. It's like they should be knocked unconscious, and and they're the animal. Just put a fucking leash on them when they wake up, and be like, yeah, we thought this would. Okay, the next one is, um, I swear to God, I can't find this. Like I, it, it just it vanished. It vanished, and it's driving me fucking crazy that I can't find this fucking thing. This is going to be my this should this could be my unacceptable. I I literally saw it and wrote it down of course because I'm doing it and I cannot find this guy's fucking tweet and I'm on a mission. But I have some more unacceptables. So maybe it's further down. It might be. I'm just going to go down. Now I'm now I'm at 5 days down. Is there a band band was 3 days... De- what the fuck? You guys should like that I'm doing this now because now it's just going to get, now it's going to get entertaining for you guys because I'm, I'm about to fucking lose my page. I can't, how, how do you read something and then lose it? Oh my God. You guys are going to just hear a fucking iPhone just smash. What'd you guys do if I just fucking smash? Like that's fucking it. The show's fucking over for this week. You guys would all hate Matt. Um, Yeah, no, he was doing a show and everything, and he was doing Unacceptables, and he just lost one, and then he fucking, you know, this guy Matt. Yeah, so this is, okay, so this is... All right, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to do it on a computer, not my phone, because maybe then I'll see it better. Let me go to the next one, though, first, while I do this. The next one is Zachary Williamson. at His Twitter feed is at ZW Financial. This one's definitely unacceptable. Um, Roommate puts cans and empty wrappers in the sink with dishes. Like, oh man, it takes longer and smells awful. Dude, if your roommate's doing that, here's what you got to do, Zach. If your roommate's doing that, you got to just be like, dude, I'm not doing the dishes again. If there's one wrapper or one can in there, I'm not doing the dishes again. Because it's ridiculous and unacceptable, you know, it's just not, you know, I mean, are you fucking kidding me right now, I gotta go, it's bad enough, I gotta do dishes, well, first of all, you gotta get a dishwasher, Zach, it's 2014, I know you're probably living in an apartment, Or you, you know, if you're, you're probably living, you're probably young, because you have a roommate, watch, they're like two 40-year-olds all fucking, but I mean, come on, if you don't have, if you if you guys know you don't have dishes, that was one thing that really gave me anxiety and made me feel, I, I think back to my college now, if I ever see in my house that we have like dishes in the sink, I mean we have a dishwasher, but like if I see a build up, it just brings me back to like, just like shitty times of like just having to do a pile of dishes in a shit load, you know, just a, just a crazy, insane, like Bachelor pad with a bunch of dudes and and just like just dirty. So uh, yeah, I would definitely get I would get rid of that I I found it. I fucking found it Yes And there is no name Motherfucker, can you believe that it was all maddiej4193 at gmail.com the whole time While in Spain on vacation my friend tells our Spanish speaking server. Sorry. I only speak American unacceptable you know what though I feel better because I tried so Matt that was for you okay motherfucker that was for you keep them coming um uh, but yes back to uh uh Zach yeah dude em- first of all empty wrappers in a dirty sink is disgusting because now, I mean, now you, become, now you become a dishwasher and a garbage man at the same time. Two shitty jobs in one because your lazy ass roommate is throwing cans and fucking dirty wrappers in there. Unacceptable. That would drive me nuts. And I would just be like, dude, I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it again. It's over. So unless I go there and there's dishes like normal human beings, I'm not, I'm not cleaning up your garbage. Fuck you. Okay. Moving on. My unacceptable for the week. Oh, this is fucking unacceptable, guys. This might be... I'm not kidding. This might be the one. Th- this might be more unacceptable than my son having to pet a cockroach at camp. My mother told me this today. And it totally took out any other unacceptables that I was going to do. My grandmother is at a nursing home. Okay, God bless her. And uh, she just turned, I believe, either 95 Four or 95 at the beginning of July, I think maybe 95. Okay. Like I said, it's amazing, you know, that she's, she's with us still and everything like that. It's a long time to live and everything. And I love her. She found out that the nursing home is losing people's fucking teeth, like losing them, like your fucking teeth in your mouth, your teeth that you fucking need. These people are supposed to be responsible for you. These people are supposed to be responsible for your, you know, all the shit. And for all the great that they do, these people are losing fucking dentures and teeth. So now they got to feed these older people through a fucking straw because they can't chew. And they're like, no, no, but we're going to pay for the ones that we lost or misplaced. Are you out of your fucking mind? You lost somebody's fucking teeth. Like, that's a body part, even though it's, I don't give a fuck if they're fake or they're dentures. You could, you're, you, you fucking put these people to bed, and you're losing people's fucking teeth. So now my grandmother's got to worry about fucking her teeth, holding on to them at night and shit. It's fucking unacceptable. And my mom told me that, I was like, what? She's like, yeah. I'm like, dude, my fucking grandmother's in there. They're going to lose teeth? Dude, I I like. Could you imagine being the old person, just like waking up, be like, all right, where's my you gotta like, you know, where's my uh, where my teeth? I gotta eat something. Like, ah, I don't know. I we, we had them. Shirley, Shirley, where? Where's so and so's teeth? I don't know. Well, then he can't eat. Then she can't eat. We need the teeth. I don't know. Where were the teeth yesterday? I thought you had the teeth. Well, you cleaned the teeth. What the? F- are you fucking kidding me? If I was an old person, I'd be like, you better give me the, my fucking teeth now. Seriously, like, not having teeth when, Because, first of all, all you got in the old age home... I mean, let's be honest. You've been to the old age homes. It's fucked up. It is. These people are slumped over like zombies. They're just sitting there alone, staring out of a fucking window. You know, trying to play the same checker game that's been going on for fucking three months. And you know so the the one thing that they probably look forward to like they do give them like shows and shit little plays and around the holidays and stuff but like come on the one thing that you got to look forward to is to at least have your meal at least sit down and you sit down with a couple of friends and you break some bread and you have a meal and now you don't have fucking teeth because of these people that is that is unacceptable I feel like just running there with extra pairs of teeth for my grandmother. and be like, listen, whatever this is going to cause, I want you to have a private teeth draw that only you know about. And if you fucking forget or you don't know where they are, you call me and I will come up there and I will get you your teeth. Because apparently you can't fucking take your teeth out of your mouth in this fucking place because they're misplacing teeth. That's how fucking irresponsible and negligent this place is. That is ridiculous. Got a bunch of fucking teethless mouth old people in some old age home like there's some fucking scam like they're selling dentures out of the back of the place that's unacceptable I, I literally said to my mom I said what I said they're losing people's fucking teeth it almost sounds like how, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard because there's a case for the teeth, right? I would imagine when you're 90 something years old and the doctor issues you dentures or, or whatever you're, you're fucking, whatever you got, I would imagine that there is a case that they go in and there could only be one place they are because you take them out when you go to sleep. So how are they misplaced? That's what I don't understand. Okay. Here's how it works. Here's how, Here's how it works. Okay. My day's over. Time for bed. Okay, I ate. I'm not having any dessert. I'm actually going to close my eyes or read and then go to sleep. So I will take my dentures out. I will put them in their case and I will put them on the nightstand or in a drawer. That's it. Go to bed. And guess what? When I wake up, that's where they're going to fucking be. And these people are losing them. That's fucking unacceptable. Losing somebody's teeth. You know, it's, they're not shoes. It's not clothes. It's your fucking teeth. that's unacceptable man come on come on lose a fucking nightgown because of their laundry fine fine I get it I get it maybe they have like a maybe because they get old they get attached to something like a you know just something that's in the room or, or you know a certain type of you know blanket or, or just something that they like or they, they feel more comfortable in these slippers fine fine maybe they ended up on another floor they got they got lost somewhere fine not your fucking teeth these people got to worry about their fucking teeth now? What, is it just going to be a fucking pudding floor? Just a floor room is going to be sipping on drinks, eating pudding, and fucking... I mean, uh, it, this is, it's comical in a bad way. Unacceptable. Now I'm never going to be able to look at these people the same when I go there and visit my grandmother. I'm going to go there and visit my grandmother, and I'm just going to be like, Yeah, hey, so how's my grandmother? Oh, she's doing great. You know? She's holding on to her fucking teeth for dear life. I bet you that much. <laughs> oh my God. Like just when I thought I heard it all about old age homes. The food is shitty. The You know, sometimes the care is not good. The nurses are rude. No, not in this place. In this place, everything is fine. And, and the food's not bad. You just have to fucking find your teeth to eat it. Unbelievable. And I love how they're like, no, but don't worry. We're going to pay for the misplaced teeth. You better fucking pay. How would that phone conversation go if you weren't going to pay? Listen, um, your mother or father are doing fine. Everything's okay. You know, they're they're uh, taking part in any activities and watching shows and stuff. Um, but uh, we misplaced their teeth and um, you're going to have to buy them. Be like, yeah, no, that's not going to fucking work. As a matter of fact, I'm taking my fucking grandmother out of here. I feel like doing a Michael Corleone and just going into the fucking thing in the middle of the night and just like moving her bed but instead of putting her in another room because people are coming to kill her, just fucking wheeling her out and just putting her in my car. Just giving her a bag of teeth and telling her she's coming home. Like, I, I it's ridiculous. I don't want her to feel like that. Unbelievable. So that's my unacceptable for the week. I'm going to try to say it with a serious face. My unacceptable for the week is that the old age home or the nursing home or whatever you want to call it, is losing fucking denture, is losing people's teeth. I mean, these people are in the latter part of their lives. These people, you know, these people are fucking, you know, coming down the home stretch here. Can you fucking let them enjoy it? I mean, hopefully, God willing, my grandmother lives a long, long time. You know, and that's possible, but not without her teeth. I mean, that's going to fucking take a chunk out of her. Fuck, That's going to fucking be a little hard to take. So, whatever. That's what it is. Um, I, I can't believe that. Thank you guys all for your unacceptable for the week. Um, Patrick, Al, Kevin... Matt, Zachary, uh, and the other ones that I mentioned too. Thank you guys. Um, You know, keep them coming. We'll do them every week. But, um, I mean, between the cockroach and this, I don't know what else. I mean, what else is going to happen? And uh, some fans said that they think that I should do unacceptable t shirts and stuff. That's definitely something I'm thinking about because I didn't realize how many people come to my shows that listen to the show, listen to the podcast. So. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And, um, you know, I'm probably going to do it. You know, we just got to figure out, you know, figure out all the logistics of it and when and maybe get them on a site and might even do a um, Effect podcast website or Twitter page or something like that where people can purchase stuff. So I'm I'm looking into that. That's not going to happen immediately, but I am looking into it. Uh, Okay, so we got some more stuff here. Um, What's going on? in the world of sports, pretty much nothing except the NFL camps have started, which is a good thing, Um, because that means we're about six weeks away from, what are we now, we're going into the last week of July, and it basically is September something, so yeah, so you figure like seven weeks, six or seven weeks, and we're going to be ready for the NFL to kick off, and I just can't wait. I can't wait because, and then the nice thing is, right after the NFL goes for a couple of weeks, then the NBA is going to start up and um, see what happens with that. So, um, but nothing really, no big, serious news, other than um, whatever's going on in baseball, which really, I mean, I don't know if anybody gives a shit about, but I kind of don't. And I want the Yankees to win. It's just. It's just getting to be the same shit. I don't know what's happening with it, but it's just getting to be like the welcome to the Joe Gir- Joe Girardi postgame report. Joe, how did you think he pitched today? Well, he had some good stuff. He didn't do good in the fifth. I mean, which was evident because he gave up six runs in the fucking fifth. But other than that, the closers came in. They did all right. You know, it could have been a better game. We'll be back tomorrow night to come out and try to erase this loss. And it's it's the same. It really is like I think. And I talked to people that were like, yeah, I watch it as I get older. I think maybe that's what it is. Maybe. It's better to pass your fucking time when you're just older sitting down. But I just don't have time for it. So, I mean, baseball's fading fast in my life. I thought I could get back. I don't know. Movies. Did I see any movies? No, I did not. I didn't see anything, man. Just been, uh, yeah, we were just working. So I really didn't get to see anything. Um, I might see a movie tonight because I'm going away and actually I'll get into the plugs now I'm going away and I'm very excited about this but uh, I've been asked for the second time to uh, perform at the Montreal Comedy Festival which is um, amazing as uh, anybody knows like the Montreal Comedy Festival in Canada is um, one of the biggest and most prestigious comedy festivals in the world it's a comedy festival where like you just can't believe the amount of talent that's there every show you do is just one great comic after the next like, I didn't perform on one show in Montreal, which wasn't just great comedians. It's just, it's it really is like All-Star Weekend. That's what they kind of, you know, compare it to. It's You feel like it's All-Star Weekend or All-Star Week, whatever. Um, just everybody, you know, you're walking around, Dave Chappelle walks by, and then you see Seth Meyers in the elevator, and then you see, like, all these guys and people that, like, are your heroes, and... Um, um, I'm doing a gala this year. I'm actually doing Bill Burr's gala. Bill wasn't there when I was invited last year. And then, uh, Bill is going to be honored this year with comedian of the year. And, and then he's also hosting a gala. And, uh, I found out from my representation, I just got a call saying that, yeah, you're on the gala. So it's a great thing. It's a televised, it's, um, basically going to be, um, an amazing night. So I'm looking forward to that. I fly out to Canada tomorrow. I will be there until Sunday. You guys will hear all about it on next week's uh, podcast. But I'm very flattered, honored, and, um, you know, excited to go back. And it should be uh, a great time. And uh, any comedians out there, like I said last year, and I'll tell you again, man. Um, I felt like I would never get to the Montreal Comedy Festival, no matter how good my auditions were, I just didn't feel like I'd get there, because, you know, it's, it's something that you really want under your belt, and you work hard for it, and, uh, I was told no a couple of times, and I was like, man, what the fuck do I gotta do, and I just put my head down, and got better and better, and, um, you know, I have a couple of friends that auditioned, they did good, they didn't hear anything then they auditioned again then they heard something but then they didn't get it and then they auditioned again and then oh yeah you're a year away and this could happen three or four times or whatever and then finally you get ready and it's like it's your time to go and now i went through all this shit emotionally to get to this thing last year And I finally did, and now I'm asked back the year after. So that's how it works, guys. And I'm just saying that to be real to you, because I know as a comic you could get discouraged or feel down or not know, you know, you're one of the guys or girls that's not invited to the fucking thing and you feel like this, but just get undeniably fucking good so these cunts can't fucking deny you. In in anything, in anything you want to get, whether it's a festival, whether it's anything that you want to fucking do, just get undeniably good, have fun, and be be comfortable with what the fuck you're doing and who you are, and 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 that's it. And then they can't say no to you at that point, you know. So uh, I'm excited about it, and that's it. So uh, I will let you guys know how that goes. Uh, enjoy the week. I'm again. Wednesdays is when I want this coming out. I'm going to put this out now, and um, that's it. Keep the unacceptables coming, and. Um, That's it. I'll talk to you guys until episode 170. 31 away from 200, guys. Um, Until 170, I'm out of here. Later.